You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Again, uh, the latest stuff there all over. You can check out uh, the draft grades if you haven't looked at those, the latest power rankings after the draft, as well as some uh, schedule-related predictions for all the teams. We'll take a little bit of a break probably in the summer there to... Uh, kind of reset, but a lot of good stuff there for you to check out to catch you up on the offseason. Here, that's what we're doing. We're looking at the latest uh, positional rankings there. According to Fantasy Pros, Half Point PPR, we've been looking at quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. The position of the day on today's show is tight end, so we'll get into those in a moment here. So we'll go through pretty deep into the tight end twos, so we can explore that position a little bit like we did with quarterbacks. Before we dive in, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, let's look at the tight ends. And there is an upper crust uh, tier by itself here. The top three, I'll give you a moment to guess who they are. Okay, you probably know who they are. They're Travis Kelsey, number one. He finished number one in terms of average uh, half-point PPR scoring in 2021 or 2020. He's the same rank in 2021. George Kittle finished third when he was healthy and on the field. He's ranked second, so George Kittle missing games. That's been the biggest issue. And Darren Waller, that baller, he finished second there in scoring. He is third on the list. So remember it was Kelsey, Kittle, and blank. Now it's Kelsey, Kittle, and Waller in a tier by themselves that they totally deserve it here. Going into 2021, look, Travis Kelsey is not slowing down anytime soon. I mean... He's still in his prime, maybe a couple years left playing at this level at a very demanding position. He stays durable. He's healthy. He's got an elite quarterback, the best in the game, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and there's not a lot of competition for targets here. It's Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. He's still in the same boat. That's why Hill held steady as the number two wide receiver, and Kelsey locked in again as the number one tight end in fantasy football. George Kittle, we love the concept of George Kittle. We just want him to stay a little bit healthier. That's always been the issue with Kittle. He's a rough and tumble guy. He's going to come at you 100 miles an hour with full speed and strength all the time. But we also love that. That makes him a big asset. And I think he actually could be a bigger asset if Trey Lance is out there. So we're going to watch that Grant Lance versus Garoppolo. But we know rookie tight ends or rookie quarterbacks rely a lot on their tight ends. Garoppolo and Kittle have a good relationship. Part of Kittle's slowdown is also that there was a revolving door quarterback when he was out there where Garoppolo wasn't healthy. So if Kittle gets that steady quarterback presence and he stays healthy, he's going to finish as no less than the number two tight end of the board, but easily could uh, edge out Kelsey too if he can play all 16. Now Darren Waller, pretty steady. Derek Carr's locked into him. No quarterback change there. Same type of offense. The wide receiver core, I don't think it got any better with uh, John Brown coming in there to essentially replace Nelson Aguilar. So, yeah, so Waller, all the things stay status quo. I think if anyone sees a little bit bump up, it's Kittle working potentially off two healthy wide receivers in Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and also having the quarterback change maybe to Lance. But 
Kelsey Waller holds steady, and that's why they're elite. The number four guy who starts the second tier of tight ends, that would be Mark Andrews of the Ravens. We know he's a glorified wide receiver. I think it's going to be tough because now you have extra targets there. Rashad Bateman is a good red zone force. The rookie, Tylen Wallace. You have Sammy Watkins, who's had some production there. Marquise Brown is still there. You have the running game. That's a big part. You don't have as much competition at the second tight end with Nick Boyle as someone who can pilfer some targets. But, again, Mark Andrews, staying steady. I think it's just a safe ranking to keep him at four. But I don't know if necessarily he's four because he's a bit touchdown dependent. And I think this uh, passing game can diversify itself a little bit with Greg Roman this year. So he, he holds steady. I mean, pretty much status quo with that. TJ Hawkinson, I think, could be a candidate to break into the top three in that top tier. Number five on the list here in the rankings, half-point PPR for tight ends. He finished sixth on average scoring last year. So definitely uh, something to look at uh, there with uh, Hawkinson. You lost a lot of targets if you're the Lions uh, between Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Danny Amendola. So a lot to pick up for TJ Hawkinson here in this offense. So it would not surprise me if he finished in the top three, even in the top two, given his importance here. But yeah. However you look at it, T.J. Hawkinson's upper crust, tight end, one in fantasy. Next guy on the list is Dallas Goddard. He finished 10th on average half-point PPR scoring last year. He's ranked 6th right now, so pretty solid. I think the the passing of the torch has already happened with Zach Ertz to Dallas Goddard. You have a new quarterback in there, new style of offense with uh, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts. So everything pointing up for Dallas Goddard, everything pointing down for Zach Ertz, who's holding on like a thread with the team. The next uh, guy on the list here is uh, Noah Fant. And uh, Fant finished 14th, so a lot of big expectations here. Hope that Teddy Bridgewater can maybe spark Fant or Drew Locke and Fant have a better connection here from the get-go. Overall, we want to see it kind of a breakout together. Fant has Darren Waller type ability. I, I think he's almost here by default. I think it's a bit of an overrating there to go seven spots. I don't see any reason why you'd push him up seven spots if the, the offense is the same and you could have a quarterback change. Maybe it's counting on Bridgewater a little bit. But, yeah, a little bit aggressive on Noah Fant. I'm definitely not touching him as the seventh tight end on the board. Based on the information we know now, that could definitely change, but not at the moment. I would uh, maybe be more aggressive about moving this guy up the list. I'd move him into the top six. That's uh, Kyle Pitts. The rookie from Florida with the Atlanta Falcons, he's ranked 8th. I mean, I think that's a conservative estimate for a guy that has very special dynamic receiving ability. We've never seen it in a rookie prospect like this at this position. So that's the case. I think you're not going to look at Dallas Goddard and Noah Fant having a little bit more interest, especially with uh, them kind of in more tight end shares where Pitts doesn't have that. Here, Hayden Hurst is not going to be a big factor at all. So keep that in mind. Hayden Hurst, by the way, Ranked uh, 23rd after a 15 point, 15 scoring finish last year. So you think about him, Pitts being 10 times the better talent of Hayden Hurst as an all-around receiver, then you got to bump him up beyond number 8. All right, so those are the top two tiers at tight ends for you for uh, 2021 as of right now in the consensus. Half-point PPR rankings there, according to Fantasy Pros. We'll get into the next tier where we can start to identify sleepers, some busts, Overrated, underrated is there. We'll continue that in our final two segments. 
But I first have to tell you, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Wired order often pointless for seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the cameraman orders the parts on his computer. Choosing the only brand, his warehouse happens scary. You have computers with access rockauto.com at home in your pocket. The rockauto.com catalog you'll find is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. They have everything... There at rockauto.com from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver or you're a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on to their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can find them at rockauto.com. We'll be right back here to look at the next tier of uh, tight ends as we go from uh, the tight end ones to the tight end twos in Fantasy Football Rankings 2021. All right, let's pick up the show here, and uh, we get into our next wave of tight end ones. This would be four more in the top 12. Next is Logan Thomas, and... I think it's a bit aggressive for Logan Thomas. He's ranked number nine. His uh, output last year was number eight, so he was a revelation, certainly as an afterthought last year for the Washington football team, but he really came on song. The converted quarterback from uh, Virginia Tech has bounced around, finally found a good home there. I think he's locked in as a key tight end, but now you have not a lot of vacated targets here, plus you add Curtis Samuel, plus you uh, kind of... uh, Add more of Antonio Gibson, the running backs there. You have a new quarterback to adjust to in Fitzpatrick. Again, Fitzpatrick usually favors one guy. He's usually a wide receiver. So Thomas could still be there, but I think he's a few notches below where he is right now. Robert Tunyon here at uh, number 10. He's finished fifth, and part of it is the touchdowns. It was a big touchdown year after Devontae Adams. It's a big reason why Aaron Rodgers' total became so huge, but uh, Robert Tunyon there is a... Certainly where I think he should be, dropping a few notches. He's certainly locked in with Rodgers. He's a guy that he trusts, even with uh, Amari Rodgers in the mix and uh, some change-up at wide receiver. You still think Tunyon's going to be a big part. But, yeah, the touchdown regression has to be built in. That's why you see him drop from 5 to 10. Mike Gusecki really came on strong. He was non-factor for fantasy for much of the last season, but really good finish for Gusecki. He finished 7th. He's ranked 11th. I think it's about right. When you add Waddle, a big target in the middle of the field. Remember, Gusecki was the default slot receiver. Now you have Fuller and Waddle. So really, you could probably bump down Gusecki even out of tight end one range. It would not surprise me. Irv Smith, I would be careful with him. There's no Kyle Rudolph anymore in Minnesota. He finished 23rd in that timeshare. Rudolph was definitely involved, and he had to split the work here. So it makes sense that you're going to bump up Irv Smith Jr. kind of perceiving that he's going to pick up some of Rudolph's work. They do have Tyler Conklin, and it's a Zach Davidson, a, a developmental tight end they drafted. So plenty of things that are open up for Irv Smith. And I like that Irv Smith as a riser here. That I might look at Irv Smith as someone I want to value, even ahead of Tunyon, because of his usage here as a third target for the Vikings and uh, definitely has more appeal right now than Thomas and Gusecki. Tyler Higby is bumped up all the way to 13th. He finished 20th last year, but part of it was Gerald Everett was his competition. There four touches and targets in the Rams' offense. So it's finally free from Everett, who signed with the Seahawks. But we'll see. He's got Johnny Munt there that they could use if you're the Rams. He also uh, took a young man last year from Purdue that you can look at 
as uh, having a impact there, Bryson Hopkins. So we'll see how it uh, goes here with Higby, but I think it's a bit aggressive. You have too many mounts to feed here. I don't know if I see him as a borderline tight end one in 2021. The next option here is uh, Jonu Smith. He was 14th on this list. He was 9th last year, but we know that's not going to duplicate. Let's uh, take these in bundles, shall we? Let's uh, do this kind of a sandwich here. Jonu Smith is 14th. He finished 9th in half-point PPR average scoring last year. Hunter Henry, the newest uh, Patriots addition along with him in those two tight end signings, he finished uh, 11th, and he's ranked 16th. So, yeah, these two guys are hurting each other's value, that's for sure. We thought they were going to end up in... Two different spots as normal for these top tight ends that uh, demand high contracts. But instead, they both got the same annual money and they went to the Patriots. So the Patriots are cooking up something. But when you have to split with another tight end of that high caliber, and these two guys are very good blockers, it doesn't really bode well for their scoring. So I think that's fair to have these guys really bump down from where they were and fall out of tight end one consideration. Evan Ingram is another guy. This is a guy in between I'll talk about. Then we'll uh, take a break and... uh, Again, to our last segment, but yeah, between Jonas Smith at 14 and Hunter Henry at 16 and a half point PPR is Evan Ingram, one of the EEs on our uh, schedule there that we look at for the rankings, but I think this is pretty high. He finished 22nd last year. I don't see why Evan Ingram's status suddenly grows here when you have Kenny Galladay in the mix, you have Kadarius Toney, the first round pick, Sterling Shepard should be healthier, Daniel, Daniel Jones trusting his wide receivers, still have Darius Slayton. You've got now Kyle Rudolph, even at his own position. So I don't see how, in any form, that Evan Ingram should be ranked 15th. It's a little aggressive and weird, I think, especially because it represents a seven-point jump from, or seventh-place jump from his uh, 2020 production. All right, so there's one name we haven't talked about. He'll lead off the next uh, segment here as we break down the rest of the tight ends that have some viability on the fantasy football radar for uh, 2021, at least uh, from our summer perspective. We'll see things change. We know that dramatically as we get into training camp and preseason. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Speaking of preseason, it's a little while away for NFL action, but baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, and your all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out the latest, greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for the runs of the playoffs. Can't wait to see the puck drop for the Stanley Cup uh, chase, as well as the NBA with the playing game and all that leading in to the NBA Finals. So, big year ahead uh, to close uh, NBA and NHL. So, get in on the action now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, all you have to do is enter the promo code LOCKDOWN. Bet online, your online sports book experts. This episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is also brought to you again by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. I love Built Bar. I mean, you can try all the other protein bars and you'll still come back to Built Bar. They're just amazing, great taste. Uh, Soft, easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. It's just amazing here uh, with uh, Built Bar. And they, they can uh, definitely take care of you with whatever flavor you like. I like the brownie chocolate ones. I like chocolate covered with chocolate. Yeah, I'll take that anytime with Built Bar. But I, I can't pick. That's why I always uh, get a mix box where I get two of each of their nine core flavors. They always have some special flavors and special styles of Built Bars that you have to look out for as well. So you want to get in on those because all the Built Bars are great and 
the more you can taste, uh, the better for you. And it's uh, great tasting and healthy. All the Bilt Bar flavors are fantastic, uh, packed with protein. Some have 17 grams of protein, some have 18, some have only 130 calories, some just bump up to 180 calories. 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs for most, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs for some. So all tasty, all healthy, everything you get from Bilt Bar, and you won't want to go back to any other protein bar once you have Built Bar's the protein bar that tastes like a dessert. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, let us close the show. The name that we hadn't talked about, folks, he had a very strong finish to last year, it was Rob Gronkowski. Now, it was interesting where Gronkowski finished. He finished right there in that... Uh, 13 12 range there at uh, tight end and he didn't play all the season as a regular role he was blocking for much of the role but he really came on strong late was a big factor we know that Lions game where he totally lit it up the team that uh, that he almost was traded to he he's ranked 17th though and part of it is that OJ Howard was the 12th ranked tight end by the way before he got hurt and had that injury and went down for the season so Again, so Gronk finished at 13. He basically saw an expanded role with O.J. Howard out. So I think that's what clouds this situation as well as Cameron Brait. How much are they going to use O.J. Howard? They've teased about trading him. He hasn't moved. Gronk is still there. Is it tight end by committee all the way? Howard just sees a lot of snaps here with Gronk. They're both excellent big blockers here in the running game, so interchangeable. So that's the concern with Gronk here, ranked 17th, and that's why he's ranked lower than the two Patriots guys, Jonah Smith and Hunter Henry are 14th and 16th. Our next guy on the list is Austin Hooper, number 18. He finished 21st. I'm not interested in Austin Hooper at all. You have David Njoku, you have Harrison Bryant. I, I just think he's a guy I want to take off my radar in general. Now, this is a guy I want to hear and think about more. It's Cole Komet of the Bears, second-year tight end. Jimmy Graham, by the way, finished 17th among tight ends in average fantasy Half-point PPR scoring last year, so Komet 19th in line with that. If he certainly is taking a bigger role, we'll see if it's a rookie tight end. We'll see how the chemistry develops between Komet and Andy Dalton or Komet and Justin Fields. A lot of things to yet to be determined, but Komet, certainly a sleeper down here at number 19 that we're going to keep an eye on. Now, Blake Jarwin is number 20. He had a major injury as well that uh, curtailed his uh, season there. For the Cowboys in 2020, they had some high hopes for him. He's a bit more flashy as a tight end. Too many mouths to feed with those three receivers uh, really dominating for Dak Prescott. So, yeah, I think this is about right. Zach Ertz at 21, so it's really shocking to see Ertz all the way there. But I think he's breaking down. This is near the end for him, and Goddard certainly holds that position. It's not looking good for Eric Ebron here either at 22. He actually finished 16th in half-point PPR scoring last year, but... The biggest concern here with Eric Ebron is Pat Freermuth. People are already all over him in terms of uh, being a sleeper in fantasy. So Komet, Freermuth, kind of in the same boat here. Young tight ends, good at complete players. Where, yeah, veteran there, Eric Ebron, Jimmy Graham, who's more of an offline guy, not a real blocker, standing in the way. So big opportunities here, Komet. And what we see with Freermuth as a rookie, we're going to watch those carefully. Two guys that we've seen a lot in college produce. 23rd is Hunter Henry's favorite player other than him. That's Hayden Hurst, 23. He finished 15 last year. Again, that gives you a lot of upside feelings about Cal Pitts. They didn't pick up his option. Hayden Hurst probably done with the Falcons after this year. 
Finally, at uh, number 18 is uh, Jared Cook. He finished 24th, faded out of the Saints. One guy that should be on here a little bit, I think, is Adam Troutman, the guy who replaced him in New Orleans. I think he could have a bigger role at some point, but uh, you look at uh, Jared Cook. Again, he's replacing Hunter Henry. If you look at Hunter Henry from last year, we looked at it at number 11. They're in totally scoring, so there's some opportunity there for Jared Cook to uh, creep in into a higher level of a tight end two, at least, here for the Chargers, but uh, something to watch there for sure with Justin Herbert. All right, so that uh, wraps up our look at the tight end rankings, and uh, we'll start taking a look at the overall rankings. So uh, when we do this tomorrow, we'll uh, kind of uh, start looking at the top 200 there and kind of see what we're looking at to, in terms of how things are lining up for mock drafts. Eventually, we'll build up to doing an off-season mock draft here, so that'll be around the corner as well. So Want to get the rankings uh, by position, rankings overall, then we'll get into mock draft, put it all together. So we kind of have a progressive known as Lockdown Fantasy Football. Just keep getting you through and pushing through the offseason. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. The Lockdown Today podcast hosts Peter Wachowski updates you the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Lockdown Fantasy Football on the Lockdown Network. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your Thursday. See you tomorrow as we start looking at the overall fantasy football consensus half-point PPR rankings for 2021.